Cherry. And I'm Erin. And we're Keeping Keeping Busy. (laughs) On this episode of Keeping Busy, what did we make, Erin? Pierogies. Pierogies. We're continuing on our our dumpling world tour. Yes. With uh, the pierogi, which I believe is Polish. Yes, totally Polish. Super delicious with a side of kielbasa. Kielbasa and sauerkraut. No, no. no. So I'm not a big sauerkraut fan. I'd rather just have cooked cabbage than sauerkraut. Really? Yeah. Cooked cabbage doesn't have a flavor. Sauerkraut has like a pickle flavor to it. The sweet thing about cabbage not having a flavor is it just absorbs all the flavor of stuffs around it. It's like a flavor sponge. It's so. You say so. It's so like what's that called? It's not. It's inoffensive. Stinky disappears into things. (laughs) You just chop it up small enough, and it becomes part of the background, like cauliflower. Yeah, yeah, you can hide it in stuff, but you can't just have like a side of cooked cabbage. That's nasty. No, but you could do a side of raw cabbage like they do in Japan. You didn't have yourself some cabbage mayonnaise. salad in Japan. Did you not get yeah, any tonkatsu? Cabbage and mayonnaise. No. I ate it, but it was gross. That's not what it was. That's nasty. What are you even talking about? I'm talking about like the little side salad that you get. Yeah. It's just basically It's just like Napa cabbage and, and we didn't have any mayonnaise on ours. It was like a... Well, like the dressing is basically mayonnaise. Nope. Totally not. 90% mayonnaise. No way. 99% mayonnaise. It's like ginger and sesame and delicious. And mayonnaise. No mayonnaise. Right. Crazy person. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. People in Japan, they love their mayonnaise, but I didn't get any on any okay. raw cabbage. Uh-huh. Although I guess that's, they you know, it in. coleslaw. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Coleslaw. That's cabbage and mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> we are so off topic. Back to pierogies. It's okay. Pierogi. Pierogi. Tell me about cabbage. your pierogi. So wait, what did you put in your pierogi? I went with a traditional. Uh, I did a potato and leek pierogi. Ooh, potato and leek. Um, like think? the traditional pierogi is uh, potato, and I see. I saw some that did have potato and sauerkraut in it. Um, mine was potato and cheese and leek. I forgot there was cheese in there. I feel like that's just understood. These things should have cheese. Agreed. Does yours have cheese? Heck yeah. Yeah? Okay. Did you do something creative and amazing inside yours? I totally didn't. I almost went with shallots, but I was having a monster of a day. (laughs) I was having (laughs) fail after fail in the kitchen. Like I bought, I was so mad because I was trying to make a pudding cream pie at the same exact time that I was making dinner which I should not have probably done, but I mean, what is there to a pudding cream? You know, I was making pudding and then whipping cream and mixing them together Mm -hmm. and freezing it. Like, it's not rocket science. Mm -hmm. And I thought everything would be okay. Like, I could totally multitask and this would not be a problem. And instead, my cream wouldn't whip. I went through almost a full quart of cream because I just thought that I was doing something (gasps) wrong. I'm like, put it in the freezer. Put the bowl in the freezer. Put the whips in the freezer. Just like, what is happening here? And it something has got to be structurally wrong with the cream because it even when I over whipped it to death, it wouldn't even turn into butter. 
It just wouldn't do hmm. anything that included any kind of coagulation. <laughs> it just failed so hard. Do you so have hard. AC in your house? I do. Like, I, I was remember. thinking that maybe it was a heat okay. problem, but we had the AC on all day yesterday. Oh. Just for, for anyone who's listening, we are in a heat wave. Heat wave. For New England heat wave is, yeah, 90s and going to be three digits this weekend. Woo! Heat wave all right. Okay, if you had AC Renin. Of Richard Simmons until the oldies. Oh, yeah. Heat wave and sweating in the city. I mean, <laughs> that's not what it's called. Summer in the city. <laughs> Summer in the city. Yeah, there you go. Back <laughs> of my neck getting dirty. That's right. <laughs> So um oh wait so you did did you tell me what was in your pierogi? Yeah, I just did a straight up um potato mashed potatoes with cheese. Um mm. I was going to do something fancy and then I didn't. I was going to do actually shallots in there and maybe bacon mm. cuz yeah. why would you ever not add bacon to something and I had it in my fridge. <laughs> um but like I said, I already had so many pots and pans going like so many so many bowls just trying to figure out what the heck was going on with my cream. And yeah. I made the mashed potatoes uh-huh. at the same time as I made the dough. So it was all just craziness in my kitchen. So I yeah. know, though, that I used a different recipe from you. And I would like to look at your recipe to see what the difference was in the dough itself. Okay. So how do you know which one I used? Because you, you started telling me and then I forgot. I think it was from that place that we okay. always use, wasn't it? No, I used natashaskitchen.com. Natasha's Kitchen pierogies. What did you use? I used King Arthur flour. Yes, that's what I did. Got it. We were pan fried. I should have done that. Oh, I just boiled mine. Yeah, I did that. Like tonight. a loser. <laughs> oh, let's share pictures. Oh I wait, was looking at them before we share pictures. What? How did yours come out? Mm-hmm. Did you eat it oh, yet? You know what? I haven't. You have. I'm eating it now. Okay. Oh my god, I want to see a cross section. Since it's you're eating good. it right now, show me the pierogi. <sighs> show me the pierogi. Oh, this is so monochrome. I'm not going to see anything. I know. It's just white on white. Oh man, uh, yeah. I don't know. It just looks like can't see nothing. Nope, looks like a dumpling. Looks like a mm-hmm. chicken and dumpling. Hooray! Kind of dumpling. It looks like a dumpling. The dough tastes a little floury, or you know, like doughy. Yeah. Which I guess is fine. But uh, I don't know. The potatoes are tasty. I can taste the cheese. The leek give a little bit of zazz. Yeah, mine were lacking um, a little bit of zazz. It's a good pierogi. So you like them? I do like it. Do I think it, it needs a sauce. Oh, did you just boil them and you're just eating them plain? Yum. You are funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to send you a picture of mine. Are you even ready? Have you prepared am, yourself I'm for ready. this? I'm ready. I think so. All right, hold on. It is being shot through the world to you. Ooh. Ooh. Look at... They look so well-formed and little, like, toastedness and... Aw, mine looks so sad. Yep, so I did... I did the, um... The dough recipe from King Arthur Flour. Uh, it says to let it rest 
for a while. I think I let it rest for maybe an hour and a half uh, before I rolled it out. Oh. Um, I made the mashed potatoes. I seasoned the mashed potatoes a little. I don't. It didn't say anything about seasoning them, but I mean mashed potatoes. Like it makes sense yeah, to season, season them, season right? Them. Yeah. So I did butter and a little bit of milk and salt, and um, then put in the cheese, obviously. And I used a little dough press, you know those things where you it, one side cuts out the circle and then you put the circle on the other side and it like makes the little teeth around the edges? Yeah. So I started using one of those for some of them and it worked, but it was it made it actually more difficult than it needed to be. <laughs> like I had to be careful opening it so the things didn't rip and I had to be careful closing it so it didn't blow out the back. Um, and then it ended up just being easier sticking the filling in the middle and kind of molding it a tad and then pinching the edges together just with my fingers ended up being easier. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say though, it's said to roll the dough out to an eighth of an inch and I totally definitely did. I rolled it out really thin, but this weird thing happened where I must've overdeveloped the gluten because as soon as I put the cookie cutter circle through the dough, it would shrink back and get thicker. <laughs> <gasps> Mine too. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, Yeah, it was very elastic. It was super elastic like, yeah. Right back up. Um, and I think one of the problems with that is, like, why I may have overworked it is the recipe says to put the flour and the salt together and then add the egg to the flour and combine and let like there's not enough egg to actually wet all of the flour so it kind of just it doesn't really it doesn't really combine and it says the dough will be quite clumpy at this stage but I mean really there were bits of dough that were all egg yolky and stuck together and then there was just flour so that was kind of tough because then it says to um, mix in sour cream and softened butter until it comes together. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why would you not mix the butter, the sour cream, and the egg together and then add all of those wet ingredients to the flour at once so that you're wetting all of the flour at one time instead of, you know, having to work in two different sections of stuff? And I'm like, that's probably why... Like, the gluten is so elastic. Unless I just didn't let it rest enough. We have extremely different recipes. Mine has the sour cream about half as much, or maybe less, than yours does. Um, both have one egg. Uh, mine has one cup of warm water and a quarter cup of whole milk. And yours doesn't have any liquid added, really. No. That's so weird. But you did say that your uh, your dough was really kind of wet, right? It was very, it, yeah, it was uh, very sticky. I had to add a lot of uh, flour during the rolling process and the, the making process so that it wouldn't stick to me. Um, and it was very elastic. I didn't have any of those problems oh, except the weird. elasticity. Like, it seemed very easy to work with, and it rolled out pretty easy. It was just when I cut it, it just went pew and <laughs> came right back. Hmm. Yeah. I think I'm surprised that yours looks so nice. 
if you are having that trouble because they they do look very nicely formed thanks did you take a picture of yours i want to see yours oh yeah i i did the cross-section picture um which is a little bit better but they just look like you know tan blobs sitting there i'm also sending you the pre-cooking picture Oh, look at, look at. Oh. oh, you know what, though? Like, yours has a very distinctive, or distinct, here is the outer pasta, and here is the inside mashed potato. And mine were just kind of, they kind of melded together. They were very similar texture and a very similar color. So it's like, is this potato wrapped in pasta, or is it just a blob of starch? They tasted good. And of course, I cooked them okay. in a ton of butter because that's how I cook pierogies. So they were they were pretty yummy. But I mean, if I'm gonna have pierogies in the future, I'm definitely unless I need to make something with a customized filling, something fancy that's not just potato and cheese. I'm totally going with Mrs. T's. Mm-hmm. Mrs. T, just, your pierogies you way up. better than mine. My my pierogi doesn't. It looks like a a blob. Yours are like stuffed full of goodness. So yours are kind of like ravioli. And I really should have flop. Uh, like they're kind of flimsier, like raviolis. Yeah, they're they're pretty flimsy. Um, the pan frying would have been a smart thing to do, but my recipe did not call for it. I should have just known. Um, oh well. You can actually see in. Uh, in the picture of my raw pierogies, how there's very clearly yellower parts of the dough. And so I'm not really sure yeah. if that's intentional. Kind of like when you're making pie crust, you want to have little bits of butter left in the pie crust. Like maybe you're supposed to be mixing mm-hmm. in the egg first because you want those little flecks of like not completely combined. But I don't see why that would make the dough any better. You can see I made some little baby ones, too, because I didn't want to re-roll the scraps because it says it makes them tougher. <laughs> so in my little scraps, I, yeah. took, I took my teeny tiny biscuit cutter and made these eensy little <laughs> eensy baby <laughs> They're very cute. <laughs> yeah. But, so when I cut my, uh, I rolled it out and then I used my little biscuit cutter to cut a circle. It did shrink back up. And so in the stuffing process, they just didn't look like half circles anymore. They looked like more like ovals of various pointiness. Yeah. So they aren't pretty. They're tasty enough, but yeah, the dough I don't think was worth the hassle. I'm not a a big pierogi person. It's just it. They're a fun treat, but it's so much carb and starchy vegetable, and yeah just don't think I'm an everyday pierogi person. Yeah, I hear you. It was funny because it said, so, um, I think it was at the bottom of the King Arthur Flower website, like how good they are to just whip up for a quick, you know, weeknight dinner. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The dough itself has to sit for like two hours. What do you mean a quick night dinner? It's not like it's five o'clock at night and all of a sudden you're like, I know what we can have for dinner. I'll make pierogies. No. See, mine did not have any resting time. Oh, really? It had 10 minutes of kneading. 10 minutes of kneading? I'm trying to scan. Knead on speed tube by hand. 
Wait, knead on speed two or by hand for Holy 10 minutes. Holy cow. Do you know what mine says about it. kneading? What? It says after you kind of get all of the ingredients worked in so that they're not just blobs of ingredients, using just your fingertips, knead and fold the dough without any additional <laughs> flour until it becomes less sticky. Just until it becomes less sticky. And just with your fingertips. Blip, 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 huh. blip, 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 blip. <laughs> That's the sound of me using just it's my fingertips. a very vague thing. <laughs> like, how does that help? I think you're trying not to heat it or something because the butter is soft and then it'll get all greasy and separated. I don't know. I also... Secret. Did not boil my pierogies. <gasps> you just straight pan fry Well, I did them kind of like pot stickers. So I put the butter in the pan. I sautéed the onions. I got them... You know, cooked to the point I wanted to put them in. And then I threw in the pierogies and added water to the pan so that they would cook, like boil, steam, whatever, with the with the moisture in there and closed the pan. And then after they had cooked for what I thought was enough time for the dough, you know, I flipped them once during the cooking just to make sure that both sides got cooked evenly. Then I just took the cover off and let the water evaporate so that the butter was still in the bottom of the pan and they kind of stuck. And then I would scrape them off and leave that kind of browned bit on the outside. That was my technique. So I don't know if that's... Anyway, I thought my biggest problem with them was the the dough shrunk up to be fatter so that when you're biting through them, it's not... Like yours looks like it has a really... Even though you complained about the same problem, it looks like it has a really nice thin outer pasta area and mine ended up being quite a bit thicker than I had rolled it. I now have a big bag of frozen pierogies and a bag of frozen um, soup dumplings. Ooh. Um, Stockpiling all this stuff. You can invite me over for tiny dumpling lunch anytime. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. That sounds super fun. You should have you have a bite-sized dumpling lunch party it's like dim sum but global yeah but and only two selections well i mean yeah that too (laughs) (laughs) so um in keeping with our wrapped up yummy things i think we're gonna do another wrapped up yummy thing next time right yes we are we are going to go with fresh rolls. I believe that fresh rolls are Vietnamese. Um, or are they Thai? I don't I've know. Seen Vietnamese or Thai. They're probably a similar version of each from each would be my guess. I'm Googling. Well, this one says Vietnamese fresh rolls. So, yeah, there you go. I'm going to go with that. O-M-G. I just want to say it. Fresh rolls are the stinking best things ever. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I love me some pierogies and kibasi. That's a real yummy stick-to-your-ribs kind of meal in my house. Mm-hmm. However, if you were like, you can only have one meal for the rest of your life, and it's pierogies or fresh rolls, I'm taking the fresh rolls hand down, 110%. How would you describe it if somebody does not know what you're talking about? I would say, oh my gosh, what would I say? It's like eating spring. <laughs> you know that like really good feeling you get when you're eating sushi 
and you're like, this is so fresh and delicious that it actually makes my insides feel cleaner and happier. <laughs> sure. That's also how I feel at eating fresh rolls. <laughs> so the fresh roll, um, it can be vegetarian or it, I've seen um, shrimp and I've also seen very thin pieces of pork. Um, it's typically got, uh, I believe it's a rice noodle, sometimes bean sprouts. You'll get big uh, basil leaves. I don't know what else goes in there. And anyway, that's rolled up in a thin rice paper. And typically, you have a delicious peanut sauce that goes with it for dipping. Delicious. I also... So, this is um, one of my favorite appetizers to get for... So one of the I, interesting things about the fresh rolls is the <laughs> the rice wrappers that go on the outside, you soak them they're they come kind of like this crispy sheet and you soak them and wrap them around your filling and it's translucent so you can actually see all of the fillings inside which is also super cool Mm -hmm. yeah but it's also a little more um finicky than having something like an egg roll where you just have this regular kind of flour-based wrapper and you can deep fry it or bake it or whatever the heck you want to do with it because if the wrappers dry out they're not really pleasant anymore yeah they get kind of like chewy old rice because they are rice yeah this is not something that you can freeze and eat later this is a you make it and then you just shove it into your pie hole and be happy. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they're definitely called fresh rolls for a reason. Mm-hmm. You need to make them and then just immediately consume them. Yep. This will be fun. Sauces. So I... fun. I mean, they're pretty simple, too, which is also nice because no one wants to make pierogies again. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. And hopefully, hopefully we can get these done in, like, a timely fashion. Yeah. Eh, summer is hard. So much to do, especially in New England when you only get so many weeks of good weather a year. True. Uh, Very true. Packing it. And even our good weeks are speckled with bad days. Yeah. <laughs> like tomorrow when it's supposed to be a balmy, feels like 107 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? I That's knew that real. it was going to be over 100. I didn't hear 107. It's actually going to be in the 90s, but the heat index with the humidity is saying 607. Ugh, gross. And you in the city. (laughs) You're going to be even hotter, city mouse. I'm in the suburbs, maybe, depending (laughs) on your definition. So, in all this uh, summertime fun time, what what else have you been doing? We forgot to do this. We forgot to do this segment on the last episode, so it's been That's a long time. neither one of us was up to anything. Let's not lie. I'm trying to think. Because it's been so long since we did this segment, I feel like there must be something I've done. <laughs> but uh, I have I no know. such illusions. All I have been doing is running my kids around trying to wear them out so that they'll sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) So I am, um, in case any of our listeners are unaware, I am a full-time mom. (laughs) Um, So that means my summers are actually more work than my (laughs) school years. 
uh, because I have all three of my kids full time, uh, which is very fun and exciting and also completely exhausting. So most of what I've been doing is taking them to go swimming. We had a week of uh, scout camp. We had a week of STEM camp. We have been riding bicycles and taking walks and just trying to keep them busy so that they don't tear each other or my house apart. That's pretty much what I've been doing for the most part. That sounds like a lot of work. I made grain-free banana bread. What? Grain-free? Yeah, grain-free. As in, I used coconut flour and almond flour and no regular flour. And refined sugar-free because the only sugar in it is bananas and two tablespoons of honey. Sounds delicious. And very good for you. That is actually tasty. Even my kids like it. Well, I say kids. I really mean just one kid. (laughs) (laughs) The other ones are like, ew, bananas are gross. Let's call it bread and have them eat it. Uh, Yeah, my daughter is not so... uh, I guess she doesn't have words yet, so I can't tell her what's in things. Well, I can, but she doesn't know it. She does already only want to eat hot dogs, so that's fun. Oh, no. (laughs) That's the the only meat product that she will eat, so we get, like, the organic chicken dogs, and then I don't feel so bad. There you go. So is that that what you've been doing to keep busy, feeding her hot dogs? Feeding her hot dogs. (laughs) Apparently, I don't know if you've heard this, and this might be an idea for a future episode, but there are something like, I heard a million, which seems like too much, a million people who have joined a group on Facebook to storm the gates of Area 51 in <laughs> September, oh I think. Yes. And so I was thinking it might be fun to uh, make some sort of alien cookies alien or theme. cupcakes or something to bring into work because you know, I work in an, an engineering environment with a lot of dorky nerds and I think that they would appreciate that so that's something that I'm planning on doing and I haven't fully defined it but I need to get back into being busy it's hard in the heat but it is I'll stay strong also thinking about baking just anything yeah is kind of horrible mm-hmm. that's true I wonder if I could do like a like a macaroon or some kind of drop cookie and then douse it in green candy melts and just put some black eyeballs on it and boom it's a little alien face you know what i would dunk in green candy melt what i would dunk rice crispy treats Mm, there you go that's easy they're just so easy to cut out you just was like bam 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 and dunk them in some stuff and bam you're done rice crispy treats and you know, who, whoever in any time of their life doesn't want a Rice Krispie Treat. And if you don't, and you're listening to this, I don't trust you. <gasps> I don't trust you. Get your you. tinfoil hat out. There's the yes. non-Krispie Treaters out there. You, seriously, Rice Krispie Treats. Uh, I'm not a big Amazing. crazy sweets person. I don't like frosting. 
I don't like a lot of super sweet stuff that people think is amazing. But I'm telling you, Rice Krispie Treats, they are just... They really seem universally appealing to me, and I don't understand yeah. people who don't like them. They have amazing crunch textures. They're not overly sweet, but you can spice them up with chocolate chips or dunking them in things or... I don't know, you can put little fruit chunks in there if you want to be a weirdo. Black. Do your thing, be a weirdo, go for it. Stick some Weird black beans not bad. while you're at it. Yeah, what? Everyone likes no. to stick black no. beans in desserts now. No. Black beans, that's where it's at. No. What? No. <laughs> Kidding, don't put black beans in your Rice Krispie treats. That would be like a mean joke. <laughs> uh, I, um... I knew there was a couple where the wife, it was her birthday, and uh, a prank was pulled on her where a cake was made, and instead of chocolate frosting, it was pureed black beans to the consistency of frosting. No. And Now, I was not there to see it go down, but the story goes that she took a bite and pretended like it wasn't horrible because... Of the effort that was put into it. She was trying to be nice, yeah. But it was black beans. Now, is it like actual just straight up black beans, not even sweet? Or I'm looking and there's actual recipes for black bean chocolate frosting to increase the fiber and decrease badness. No, it was meant to be a joke. So there was no effort to niceify the beans. Oh, man. I made black bean brownies once. I was not impressed. Okay, the black bean brownies were actually better than the uh, Velveeta chocolate fudge. Ew. If anybody knows me, I'm willing to try any kind of weird thing once. I will not make the Velveeta cheese fudge again. That's not going to happen. That's gross. It's cheese. Cheese it's isn't not, fudge. though. I mean, this is like when people argue against putting mayonnaise in things and then you realize the thing that you're putting mayonnaise in has all of the ingredients of mayonnaise and all that you're changing is the fact that it's emulsified already? Hmm. Huh? I suppose that's a point that could be made. It's like, oh, I wouldn't put mayonnaise in a cake. That's gross. And then you read a cake recipe and it's like, you need eggs. And you need oil. Okay. And some recipes also include vinegar, don't they? Because it helps it rise from the acidity. And then you're like, wait, what did I just make in my cake? Mayonnaise. So booyah. It's mayonnaise. We're back to mayonnaise. Full circle. (laughs) The world revolves around mayonnaise. (laughs) Apparently, our world does. And the love and hatred thereof. It's funny how in one conversation I was hating on it, and now I'm, like, totally defending it. (laughs) I love mayonnaise. I put mayonnaise in all my cake. That's what you said. (laughs) I didn't say I put it in all my cake. I'm just saying, if you're going to make recombinatoric foods, recombinant foods, (laughs) Uh then, uh... Might as well go all in with your mayonnaise. Right. But, yeah, don't use Velveeta. Is the point. Velveeta and mayonnaise are not the same thing. No. Gross. So gross. So if you... 
We're talking about wrapping up this episode because it's getting a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So if you've ever made fudge out of cheese, um, (laughs) send us a picture of that, I guess. invite those people to our blog. I mean, uh, whatever. If you've ever made fudge out of cheese, you can go away and not email us at keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out the pictures of our pierogies on Facebook. Just search for Keeping Busy Podcast. And as always, if you could leave us a review and subscribe on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, my God. iTunes. (laughs) That's like me saying blog. All right, so that's it for this episode. We're going to try and make the next one in a slightly more timely manner. And hey, maybe we'll even do a side project. Maybe. Maybe we'll even speak coherently. No. Until next time, we'll be trying to keep busy. Keeping busy? Keeping busy. All right. (laughs) 